0: Can you hear me?
1: Yes. Hi, Mr. Mortimer. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. How are you, Ms. Nodder?
1: I'm doing well. So this connection was pretty easy. I just sent you a message with this link, and here you are. That It, only, it took like less than a minute, so that's pretty cool.
0: It's kind of like magic.
1: It is. It <laughs> Which is, is you know, what we do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's good to know. So this is our first... Recording. It's a podcast where uh, Mr. Mortimer and I are going to talk about books, in particular, um, questions about how to get through books that we don't necessarily like is one way to start. Um, But it is. So, yeah. So, we're using Anchor Podcast. It's an app. And the cool thing about it is we can podcast with anyone by just sending them a link as long as they have that anchor so good to know for the future
0: and i think up to 10 people can be on a call
1: oh good to know okay all right so if
0: you wanted to interview a group of i don't know famous scientists or
1: yeah naturalists or yeah scientists yeah exactly endless (laughs) so are you so you're in the library you're in the cms library is that right
0: actually I stepped out of the library because I don't get the greatest phone reception in there. And when I've tried this before, it hasn't worked. So you do have to have, at least the originator of the call needs to have pretty good. Um, that needs to have a lot of bars.
1: Okay. Well I do. I'm pretty sure I do. So, well, let's, um, let's start with maybe talking about books, um, that we're reading. Um, And I guess this is kind of the second part of a video that I posted earlier today um, in which I'm recommending books for kids that are in sixth grade that I've read that I think they might like. um, And then I asked the kids to tell me what they recommend that I read this summer. Um, And then I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking too about um you know selecting how how, like selecting books that we we want to read we think we want to read and then we find that we don't like them and typically like we can all we can always abandon a book um but sometimes especially now when maybe our access to books is kind of limited how do we get through the books that we think we don't necessarily like um, and so I'm going to pose that question to Mr. Mortimer because he's such a good reader. I know he has a lot of strategies.
0: <laughs> you're and... assuming an awful lot there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you do, Mr. Mortimer? What do you do if you are reading something and you're not crazy about it besides abandoning it?
0: Besides abandoning it. Okay. Um well i guess a lot of it depends on the circumstances so if it's a book that i've been assigned as part of a class which i haven't had to worry about for a long time then i would just do it because i was that kind of student and so i would with one exception i would just power through in my life i can only think of one book that i didn't finish that was assigned
1: Hmm.
0: so that's a pretty good record
1: yeah yeah
0: I guess. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. But so uh, the other the other thing is, and I can't think of any examples right now, but there are books that start pretty slowly and that, well, actually, I can think of one. It's uh, We have it in the library. It's called, I think it's called Spin, and it's a mystery. And the first half is really interesting, I thought, because we get to know a lot about the characters and this woman who's been killed, and uh, but it's not until the second half that this the pace and the suspense pick up. So, with that, I, I just I'm, I'm willing to read if there's not a lot of quick action, if the character development is really good. So, I, I look for something to like about the book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, usually, if I abandon a book, it's because I don't think it's written very, very well, otherwise, I'll, I'll forgive or stick with quite a bit. But sometimes I will temporarily abandon a book. So I'm reading the Overstory right now and I've gotten halfway through and uh, got caught up in other things and then had to start over. Uh,
1: I like so that I phrase, temporarily abandoning a book. I think that yeah. is true that we start something and maybe start something else. So we temporarily abandon a book, but maybe whatever we're doing in between helps us go back to it, whether, you know, we do or not. But I like that.
0: Yeah, that it's not so much, it's just a pause and I know I will, or at least I hope that I'll come back to it. Or I I save it for for another date, for another time when I've got more space to, or when I'm ready for that particular story. Sometimes it's hard because I'm not ready for a particular kind of story because I know it might be emotionally draining or or something Mm. like that.
1: True, yes. And sometimes I'll wait to read a book until um, a break, like a Christmas break or a spring break or summer break. Because yes. I, I, my mind is less, you know, filled with the to-do lists and other things like that. Because right. reading, it kind of takes this... Um, I feel like I really need to be in a relaxed state to read like I need to be able to sit still which is hard for me (laughs) so (laughs) so I kind of have to prepare for that a little bit sometimes with different you know depending on what's going on in life
0: I also have to get away from screens yes phones computers everything because they've just I feel like I've allowed them to take so much of my attention but part of that attention deficit that i feel i have or or shorter span of attention has to do with just the nature of my work too since Mm -hmm. a sure way to get kids into an empty library other than now when the campus is closed is to Mm -hmm. start reading a book and then the word goes oh mr mortimer's reading let's go say hi to him it's like what i mean they they don't actually do that but it might be like a network there might be a Uh. i don't know like murphy's law kind of the opposite yes that's yeah
1: yeah that's, that's good. Yeah. The the idea of um, being still and relaxed and it's kind of a privilege, you know, reading, I think, is the, you know, to sit down and read um, and to have that time is a gift or a privilege, I think. I at, at this point in my life, I feel like it is. And I have to say that yeah. I, told, I think I told the kids this in my video, but I um, have been online a lot. Um, and I decided last week I'm going to stop at a certain time. And I and I do that, you know, yeah. throughout the year where you kind of go through those phases. But I just, um, before, you know, going to sleep, I, st- I would read this book that actually um, I've read before, 100 Years of Solitude. It's not really a middle school book, but it is a hard one to get through again. But it's
0: an amazing book, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it is. It's well written. So I like reading it Um, and it's different. Um, But since I've been reading instead of online at all hours, I'm sleeping better. I feel rested. I feel like I can be still. And even if it's just 15 minutes, um, I'll, you know, I'll get it in. And I'm at that point in the book where I want to go back to it and, and read more. So I like, I like when I can find a book that does that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I, so, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say that when you mentioned 100 Years of Solitude, which I think I read from, it was on the one of the reading lists I had to work my way through for my master's degree. Uh, that was on it. I just remember really, really liking the book.
1: Yeah. I, um, I really like it, too. And... I was getting a little confused because so many characters have the same name, you know, because it's Um, multi-generational. Then I started reading um, the reviews of it on Goodreads, and um, that also kind of got me back into the book because most of the people on the review... Um, section or saying how they, you know, abandoned it after 100 pages or um, couldn't get into it or whatever. And I do remember reading it, I think it was after college. Um, and I think I read it. It was one of those books I read in between flights and airports. And um, I read really well in that circumstance for some reason. Um, anyway so that kind of got me back into it and I was like oh I was right these are the same characters like I was doubting myself so there so sometimes it's helpful to go and see what other people um, say about a book especially in a review um, to kind of like gauge your own understanding of the book or it made me feel like oh I'm not alone like this is kind of um, a lot of But it gets funnier and funnier, too, after, I'd say, 160 pages. Lots of funny descriptions. (laughs) (laughs) So it's making me laugh, which is good. (laughs)
0: Laughter (laughs) is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. He's a pretty awesome writer. Yeah, Um, they
0: don't give out those Nobel Prizes to just anybody.
1: No, they don't. Right. I know, in A Hundred Years of Solitude, this book has had a hundred different editions or covers like it's pretty-
0: <laughs> well in all the languages it's been printed in yep.
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Wow. So, and that's another thing it's like when you are trying to read a book that you're not sure you like so you just mentioned that you try to find something that you like about it um, and you know you might temporarily abandon it I love that and go back to it at a time when it's you know better for you to read it um, and then I mentioned that I like to read reviews or what other people say about it, just for a little anchoring of my own, um, you know, thoughts about it. Right. Uh, and I think all those things kind of help us get through books that we think we don't like. And um, I think it's—I guess I'm also asking the question: like, why is it important to read books that we think we don't like? Like, why do we do that? And I guess it's because for me. Um, I want to get outside of my own head. <laughs> Especially now, <laughs> during this time. What do you think? What do you have to say about that?
0: I would, I would change it a little bit from books I don't like to books that are more challenging and more difficult.
1: Okay. That are,
0: that are not simple and that require sustained attention because they're not, uh, because they, they just do. Um, I think the value of reading those is that I get out of my head in really good ways. So th- th- a few years ago, we had a speaker at a pre, and we never followed up on it because of course we don't do that, but um, it's something about a way to gain actual empathy and expanding minds it had to do with reading books that had been nominated for and won the National Book Award. Mm. And oh, there goes the sound of the bell. It must be, it's almost fourth period, people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I think the idea is that it does take us out of our, truly does take us out of ourselves and makes us, makes it more likely that we will become more empathetic and more curious and and, and all those good qualities that, that, that mark humans. And so books that, that push me in that direction are ones that I really value and I find myself less willing to read um, stuff that doesn't measure up to that and having said that I'll probably pick up some trashy detective novel next week and get lost in that for a while so, <laughs> so it's not a, a, the only part of my reading diet but if I don't do that fairly regularly then um, then uh, I, I, I miss it
1: mm, I like that, I think that rings true for me too, it does it pushes us a little bit beyond um, and into empathy and connection with maybe people in places that we cannot get to, or maybe even ever, right? Right. So, yeah, I like that idea. Well, so and the we books
0: have... tell the truth too. On an, not not that the thing, events literally happen, but it tells us important truths of what it is to be human. And so mm-hmm. that's that's why I value good fiction.
1: Yes, it does. It does. I agree. Well, we have one minute left. I didn't tell you what, I didn't even plan on a time frame, but I think <laughs> like 15 minutes is probably good for our first, our first, but not our last podcast. I, I agree. Guess, <clears throat> could we ask the students what we should title our podcast, what we should call it?
0: Yes, I think we need a name.
1: I think we do need a name. And um, we talked about books today, but we could have easily talked about, video games that kids are um playing that maybe um we could know more about or movies or all kinds of media like literacy is literacy right so do you agree with that is that okay to open it up to all kinds of possibility there? yeah
0: as long as we can find people to talk i mean i don't know anything about video games but maybe there are people who can talk
1: about yeah them. i know for example so you- I know some students who have a lot to say about some video games and I, am always, I, I feel like that some of these kids need a platform. Cause I do feel like there's some connections to what they're talking about and how we see, um, words and images and media. And, you know, going back to empathy, um, those connections as well, this idea of being human. So, I don't know, maybe so we could we-
0: call it something like the Corvallis Review, but something that's a much more interesting title.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, sixth graders, if you're listening, um, can you and please... you better
0: be. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Tell us what you think. What should the title of our podcast be? And if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, um, please let us know. You can uh, You can email Mr. Mortimer or you can email me or you can even just leave it in the comments below. And I think we can get up to 10 people. So um, you would just need this app, Anchor.
0: Yep. All right. We well, There's a Zoom recording or a Google recording too. What's that? We, we can also do video with Google Meets oh, yeah. and Zoom if we need to.
1: We certainly can. That's true. All right. Well, um, do you want to leave with any final, final thoughts, Mr. Mortimer? Thought of the day or
0: thought, of, thought of, I have no thoughts of the day I, I've, I've been struggling to I don't have writer's block I have writer's reluctance because I don't want to finish or really get very far into this set of questions for Ask a Librarian but
1: you've got a lot of questions there there's some good ones yeah I've got a
0: bunch yeah. Yeah. so I have to figure you've out to figure how out. to answer the question do scientists like mutants oh. they do but you'll have to read the blog to find out You know more detail
1: i got to get on that blog, too. Are you going to post this on your blog, too? I think we oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've okay. posted it. So, yeah, it's all about so the blog.
1: New. You're like, <laughs> this, kind of game. this is so new to me. All right, well, let's sign off. And until the next time, maybe I'll uh, I'll try to get some theme music going.
0: <laughs> that then... sounds good.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Mr. Okay.
0: Matter. Thanks, okay. Ms. Matter.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.